Hey, Jess. Hey, Kat. I like your little setup you got going on. <laughs> yeah, so I am in Chicago right now. For Chicago. those that don't know, Chicago. Um, my dad had kidney a kidney transplant the other like, Thursday of last week. How long did your dad wait for this kidney transplant? Almost two years. Holy shit. And he finally got it. And he finally got it. And it actually was his brother-in-law that gave it to him. So, yeah. It's been quite a week. Um, But he's home now. He's resting. And, um, yeah, on the road to recovery. Oh, I love the whole thing. It just makes my heart so happy. I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It's been a long time coming and a lot of answered prayers, so. Well, I hope your dad has the speediest of recoveries. Appreciate that. Me too. Um, And that you have the best time in Chicago, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're from Chicago. Yeah, but I'm not doing much, like, uh, sightseeing or anything like that. I'm just seeing people that are, like, local, closer to my dad's house. Yeah. Yeah. So. Taking care of your dad. Yeah. How are you? I am living my life. That's <laughs> living my whole me living my whole life. It's fine. She it's <laughs> funny because you texted me earlier and you were like, I'm pulling a Jess today. <laughs> I am trying to get my life together so I could be like Jess. Jess, I get a notification on my phone every single day. Hey, Jess finished a workout. Jess burned seven thousand four hundred and sixty two <laughs> calories. And it's just like it's okay. never been that many calories. And I'm on the couch. So I'm trying to go to the gym, trying to eat better, trying to do all the things like Jess. So that's, yeah. just, yes, I'm trying to live live like Jess. I thought it was funny at the end that you were like, <laughs> work, work out, eat, and then Margs or something. <laughs> yeah, podcast and Margs. Podcast and Margs, yeah. I told, I told Zach, I was like, yeah, we're going to have to go eat Mexican food tonight. That's just oh, what's on the menu. That sounds <laughs> so good. I'm hyped. I think I'm making pasta for dinner. That's what he had for lunch, so we can't have it for dinner. I ate a salad. That was actually what I planned on for dinner. I ate a salad for lunch, so I'm rewarding myself with some pasta. There you go. Yeah. Okay, Jess, are you ready to get into what we're talking about today? Yes. I am absolutely ready. And I hope you guys are too, (laughs) because it's bananas. B-A-A-N-A-S. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, here we go. Let's go. Today we're going to talk about the mysterious death of Grant Solomon. So how I found out about this is actually uh, my friend Haley sent me an article that was on Instagram about it. And then you, Kat, sent me a TikTok about it. That's my love language, sending just TikToks. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, I literally have to cover this. Like, done. (laughs) Obviously had your name on it. Yeah, it's wild. There's a lot of unanswered questions still. Um, and 
Um, there has not been a ton of media coverage until recently. Um, like the death happened in 2020 and we're just hearing about it now. Mm, I don't like it. Yeah. I just had to look at the date. I was like, wait, it's 2023. It's 2023. Okay. Okay. On July 20th, 2020, around 8.44 a.m., a 911 call was made by Aaron Solomon to Gallatin Police in Tennessee. In this call, Aaron explained that his son Grant was trapped underneath a pickup truck in the ditch in front of Grant's baseball practice facility. Like I said, this case is very bizarre. Um, so how I'm going to talk about it, like the structure, is going to be, I'm going to talk about his family and individual background and then talk about the moments leading up to the quote-unquote accident, and then what has happened since then. Okay. Okay. So I couldn't find his date of birth, like, anywhere, (laughs) which I thought was odd. But Grant was born to parents Aaron Lawrence Solomon and Angelia Lee Huffins, Huffins Solomon. He also had a sister named Gracie Rhodes Solomon. Aaron was a well-known Nashville sports anchor and most recently has been a financial planner. And Angelia is a pharmacist. Okay, that's a wide range of careers, but okay. Yeah. So in 2013, the couple filed for divorce and they had shared custody of the kids. At the time of his accident, Grant was only 18 years old. He was attending Grace Christian Academy, and he was known to be a fiercely competitive athlete, specifically in baseball and basketball. Um, He was super smart and super nice to everyone that he met. I feel like everybody that dies young has this, like, yeah, he was a golden individual, like, exactly 18. 18. Gosh. Yeah. So, in the weeks leading up to the accident, Grant was diagnosed with COVID and was super ill. He was even having trouble breathing, so his doctor diagnosed him with COVID-induced asthma. So, because of this, Grant was apprehensive to attend a training velocity session that was coming up. He specifically texted his mother, quote, I don't want to die in Gallatin when discussing the upcoming training. Yeah. Like, he was sitting there consciously thinking, okay, like, my lung capacity is nothing, and I'm about to have to go do this, and I could literally die from it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, his mom ended up texting Aaron, his dad, and asked if he could go and sit in the parking lot in case anything were to happen, like, during his practice. Okay, so, like, basically, point of contact being there in the event of an emergency. Okay. Being on site, yes. Um, so things are good. Um, Aaron and Grant plan to meet up at the training facility called WPI. Aaron arrives there between 8.37 and 8.40 a.m. In his written statement to police, he states that Grant, Grant parked his truck and went to get his baseball gear out of the truck bed. And while doing that, it rolled backwards, dragging Grant across the pavement down an embankment and into a ditch filled with rocks, trapping him beneath the truck. 
what the hell? And his dad is just right there. Yeah, Aaron was supposedly parked next to Grant, but his he was in his vehicle checking work emails when this happened. Oh, shit. Okay, so... So he goes in and then comes out and gets his bat bag and then the car rolls over him? No, no, no. So, okay. So I'm going to set the scene a little bit. The, the training facility is kind of like up a hill. Okay. And it's like kind of a short drive up. Um, okay. And it's like kind of a steep drop into a ditch, essentially, um, okay. behind the parking lot. Okay. And the parking lot is small. It's like two rows of parking. Oh, okay. Small, small. Yeah. And um, so Grant parks the truck. Okay. Gets out of the car, goes to the back of the truck. Noted. And then while he's grabbing stuff out of the bed, it rolls backwards over him and pulls him down. So almost like he didn't put a parking brake on. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. And then he's trapped under it in the ditch between some rocks and his truck. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I hope that helped clear it up a little bit. It did. No, yeah. uh, Completely. I'm I'm here with you. Okay. So at 8.44 a.m., Aaron called police. And when the operator told him to go down and check to see if Grant was breathing, Aaron stated that there were three other men trying to move the truck and checking on him. But when emergency transport and police arrived on scene, there was no one else there. And those three people that were trying to help obviously wouldn't have just like, yeah, well, he's dead. Time to go. Loaded up and left. Yeah. Like that had to have been untrue from for the whole the whole duration of this terrible scene. Exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. So Grant was taken to the hospital and pronounced dead there. According to the medical examiner, Grant's cause of death was cardiac arrest. He also had blunt force trauma to the back of his head and traumatic brain injury. So maybe the truck hit his head and he hit it also when he went, like, fell and then Mm -hmm. had such extreme stress he had a heart attack. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. In the police report, it describes Grant laying on his back beneath the front of the truck between the tires. So the weight of the wheels was not on his body, unlike how Aaron repeatedly stated. So Aaron said that the truck was, like, on top of him. Mm-hmm. Whereas his body so was, So really, like, he's not pinned. Like, I'm thinking of... I mean, even if it's just a simple, like, F-150. And I'm talking, like, an old one. Like, like 2011 it was a, body it style. Was a like, to- it was a Tacoma. Okay, which, like, is a smaller truck, but, like, that's still lifted off the ground to where, like... Yeah, he's not pinned under tires or anything. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, the report also said that Grant was bleeding from his nose, ears, and scalp. That would be interesting for the truck to beat him up that bad. Yeah. Because, like, we're talking about an idle rollback. Yeah. And not only that, if this guy, kid is so athletic, you think he would dodge it. You know what I mean? Like, he's got right. some reflexes. Yeah. And, like... Okay. You know. Even if he's not, if he's not feeling good, like me, 
not an athlete, like I used to be an athlete, but like <laughs> my reflexes not so good. I feel like I would have been able to like try to dodge it. Yeah. Well, and like you also wouldn't like by the time you got out of your truck and to the bed and like behind the truck, mm-hmm. you would have noticed that shit was moving. Yeah. Even on your worst, most off day. Right. Wild. Okay. So, Grant's mother and sister say that Aaron's account of the incident didn't make sense for a few reasons. Okay, good. So, they those reasons include Grant always talked to his girlfriend Hannah from his truck when he arrived at a new lo- location, either by call, text, or Snapchat. The morning he passed away, he did not do this, and his phone was not even recovered on that day. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. We're talking about an 18-year-old two years ago. Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Grant also never kept baseball gear in the bed of his truck. He always kept it in the back seat behind his seat, behind the driver's seat. Because that shit's expensive. Yeah. Why would you put it in the bed of the truck? It's so much easier to grab yeah. if it's in the back seat. Hmm. So. Some things just don't add up. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't Aaron go down to the ditch to even be with Grant in his last moments? As a parent, how could you not even consider that? I'm sitting here, like, thinking about what this scene has to look like. Because, like, your kid is pinned, quote, pinned down. And you're just standing, you're just standing on the parking lot, like, looking down at him, like, oh. Like, why don't you restart the car and move the truck? Also. Maybe the keys are in his pocket. Like, whatever. Or just, like, like, yeah. But still, I don't know. Like it, okay. So let's say, let's say he didn't even put it in park. Let's say that it's in neutral and that's why it rolled back for argument's sake. It's mm-hmm. in neutral. You can push it forward. Right. Don't moms lift cars all the time with their like weird yes. strength? Like literally. Yeah. Literally. I, I literally wrote most parents, if they saw, if they thought their child was trapped under a car, they'd be trying to lift it or do something yeah. to be as close to their child as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, another weird thing. Mm. You're going to be upset. Aaron also declined services for his son, including life flight support. Like, they were offering to helicopter him to the hospital because his, uh, like he was in a dire situation. And Aaron was like, no. What the shit? He said no? Yeah. How about this is my kid? If you don't offer it, I'm going to request it. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it would have gotten Grant to the hospital much faster. That's bizarre. Yeah. By the time Angelia and Gracie got to the hospital, Aaron was lining up a singer for Grant's funeral. Okay, because that's my first thought. Yeah. What? What? That's actually the most, that's like... I think ludicrous is the word because that's so weird. I know. Okay. Angelia 
who I said was a pharmacist, um, she thought it was also disturbing that Grant's injuries were so inconsistent with Aaron's story. Like, she thought his body would have been more injured than it was. Like, he... I'll talk about that later. More injured than it was. Hospital staff noticed a single head laceration from which Grant was bleeding and three bruises. One on his jaw, one near his left hip, and one on his right thigh. There were no marks from the rocks in the ditch. No burns from the vehicle or abrasions from getting dragged across the parking lot. No punctures, fractures, bleeding, or any other wounds besides the bruising and laceration to his head. And bruising, like, we're talking about, like, maybe an hour, two, three, four hours after the accident that he's in the hospital, his mom's looking at him, like, bruises? Yeah. Like, bruises take a hot minute to develop. I mean, like, unless it's, like, I mean, maybe he well, got hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe that does change it. But still, like, what? Yeah. But why aren't there, like, if he got dragged, which is what Aaron is saying... Like, he definitely would have had, like, scratches from the rocks or from tumbling down that hill. Yeah. Like, if you fall good enough on the sidewalk, like, you're getting a strawberry. Dude, I still have marks (laughs) on my knees from when I fell when I was running in October. Yeah, that was a rough, yeah, you had a rough strawberry right there. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, they're still there. Gosh. October? <laughs> October. Six months ago. Plus. Literally. It's insane. So, Grant's mother requested an investigation into what happened, but Gallatin... I think it's Gallatin. Okay. Gallatin police took Aaron's statement and closed the case. What? Yeah. Against what his mom wanted? Yeah. That's pretty freaking wild. Before she arrived to the hospital, Aaron filled out paperwork declining an autopsy. He never consulted her on any decisions, even though she had prominent custody. Okay, that seems pretty negligent on the hospital side, honestly. Like, I think if your mom has majority custody of you, like, that's the one that fills out the paperwork, whether it's your mom or your dad, like... But I think Aaron was, like, he's, like, he probably convinced them, like, hey, I'm, like, sole guardian of him. And, yeah. Damn. Yeah. All suspicious. All so, very suspicious. All very sus. I know. So, eight days after the accident, Aaron describes everything on a video. Like, he does a walkthrough of what happened with, like, the truck. Okay. At the request of police or just for shits and giggles? I think just for shits and giggles. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, no, you're not mourning your son so much you don't get out of bed. No, you're going to go reenact the whole thing. Yeah. So eight days after the accident, he does this. Eight days. And he indicated in the video that Grant was, in fact, getting his gear out of the back seat rather than the bed of the truck. Oh, because he probably figured out the discrepancy. Yeah. So, Angelia, when she was watching this video, was surprised to see that everything in the truck seemed undisturbed, just as Grant would have left it, except one thing was missing. His phone. His baseball bat. 
Hmm. Extra mm-hmm. sus, because there was bleeding from, his, what, three places on his head? His ears, his mouth, his nose? He, he had, yes, he had traumatic brain injury. Three bruises on his body that may be consistent with a baseball bat. And you can still have a metal bat in high school. Like, you don't have, it's not wood. Yeah. Like, would Where'd it go? somebody up. Yeah. Or damn near kill him. Or actually kill him. Or actually kill him. So, during Grant's memorial service, Aaron made a speech stating Grant's death was a, quote, godly thing. Hold on. (laughs) That's cringy as shit. Like, it's one thing if, like, what? No, no, I can't. There's no backtracking to that. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. No. I don't I don't have any other words. That just like is so icky, but okay. Yeah, I'm irritated by this whole thing. Yeah. Um in the funeral home, Grant's girlfriend told Angelia that Grant's phone was moving in Gallatin through the Life three sixty app, which is like an app where you can see where people are. It's almost like a kinda like Find My. Yeah, exactly. So she saw that it was moving, like, while they were in the funeral home. And Angelia wanted to call the police about it. But Aaron said he would take care of it and then never did. The hell does that mean? I'm going to take care of it. Like, yeah, but we think you have it, so. Well, I think it ended up being, like, some stranger that picked it up. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it must have been lost in that ditch or something because what the hell? <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless, and this is all just because I'm playing into this. What if Aaron gave it to some stranger and was like, here, walk here? It's like an accomplice. What in the hell? Yeah, this is weird. It's a weird... I told you it was bizarre. Your dad's not trying to help you get out from under the truck. And not only that, your phone that may or may not have fallen out of your pocket into the rocks, he doesn't... Like, I feel like that's... Like, it's a crime scene. Like, wouldn't even cops have picked that up? Yeah, you would think. I would. I would think. I would think. I would think, too. I would. I would. (laughs) (laughs) So, in cases that involve accidents like Grant's, it's normal for the vehicles to be looked into for faulty issues and potential recalls. Oh, yeah, for sure. In this case, no inspection ever happened, and everyone just believed every word that Aaron said is true. It's so frustrating. I'm like, what even? What even? Now I'm going to get into Aaron's history a little bit. And I need to preface that there is sexual assault. So, trigger warning. <laughs> you mean to tell me this man has sexual assault in his history? No. I'm shocked. Yeah. What? In 2021. Recent? Gracie, oh my god. In 2021, Gracie, his daughter, mm-hmm. 
came out in a YouTube video describing the various ways their father belittled, intimidated, and controlled her brother. Mm. In this video, she also described a lifetime of... She's 14 at this time. She also described a lifetime of sexual abuse and rape from her father. What the fuck? Yeah. After realizing the rape and sexual abuse, Gracie and Grant ran away from Aaron's home to live with their mother full time. I'm at a complete loss of words, dude. What the hell? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? For... I mean, obviously, I don't think you're going to answer this, but how the hell did he go back? How did who go back? How did Grant end up back in Gatlin? Gallatin. Gallatin. Because he had practice there, and I think Angelia didn't, she couldn't make it to his thing, to his practice to be there, so she wanted someone there. I don't know. I feel like I'd be like, damn, my kid's better off dead than with this, like, molesting father. She also may not have known at that time because Gracie didn't come out until... Oh. I don't know. That makes sense. I don't know. Oh, my God. For a brief period after moving in with their mother, Aaron respected Gracie's boundaries, but began harassing her again as soon as Grant died. Because he had that, like, connection to make with her. Or I guess, like, an excuse to so, be around her or something. Uh, Grant knew about the sexual abuse. Okay. But I don't know if Angelia did. So, and I think that's why... Well, I'll talk I'll talk about why um, it makes sense that he would start harassing her again once Grant died. So, Grant had a plan to fight Aaron in court when he turned 18. Which, oh. at the time of his death, Grant was 18 for one month. And what 18-year-old has enough money to take their dad to court? So, Grant, Grant was planning mm-hmm. to fight Aaron in, in court, hoping to get Gracie under Angelia's sole custody. Oh, okay. Wow, what Grace- a gold star human. I know. Gracie believes her father killed her brother to prevent that from happening. That's disgusting as hell. Yeah. In her video, she says, quote, My brother died protecting me from my father, Aaron Solomon. My father is a monster. It makes me want to vomit. I've been minimalized, but now I've found my voice to be able to tell you that my father raped me, hurt me, and I'm not going to be a victim of this monster. He is a rapist, he is a molester, he is a liar, and he is a killer. End quote. Those are hell of a things to say about your dad. Like, like... Yeah. As I a 14-year-old. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I have, like, legit goosebumps. Af- like, I'm, like, sitting here, like, almost uncomfortable. Like, what the hell? I know. I know. It's very uncomfy, but... It's, and I feel like this story is very important to tell because there's still not an investigation. Yeah, I'll get into it. Come that. again? Holy shit! Um, so after the video came out, Aaron Solomon sued Angie, Angelia, and four others for defamation, false light, 
and invasion of privacy, among other claims. He did not file a suit against Gracie. Since, since her video released, she has gotten a large following of supporters around her. Um, there's an Instagram page called Freedom for Gracie where you can access her link tree information that hosts all relative articles on the case, a GoFundMe, and a Change.org petition to raise signatures in hopes of getting an investigation into her brother's case to bring forth justice. Good. I signed the petition already. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. I was about to say, and, I haven't. <laughs> and I am also going to post it in the um, podcast, our notes, like where we put the description mm-hmm. of everything, um, of what our podcast episode is talking about. So I'll post that there too. And probably on our Instagram. Oh my gosh, Jess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I hope you guys... This is, that's all we have so far, and I hope you guys sign the petition, too, so this Grant can, and Gracie can get some justice. Damn, I hope that we have a hell of a follow-up at some point on this, because... I hope so, too. I'm gonna keep tabs on this case for sure, and if anything else happens, I'll, I'll update everyone. This one's wild. I told you. I hate the ones that don't have a closing thing. Like, I wish it was like, and now Aaron's in prison. I know. Ugh. Okay. Like I said, um, I will post that information on our Instagram. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Stay Inside Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Stay Inside Pod. You can join our Facebook group, Stay Inside Podcast fan page. And you can email us to stay in contact with us at stayinsidepod at gmail.com. And we hope you guys keep listening. Please keep listening. And happy Friday. (laughs) Have a good weekend. Sorry to leave you all on a cliffhanger. Like I said, hopefully there's a closer at some point. Yeah. 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 Okay, Okay, bye. Bye.